You're listening to How You Show Up with me, your host, Brad Wiseman. So here we are on How You Show Up. This is Brad Wiseman, and in front of me is Judson Meinhardt. You know, when I hear a name like that, I think you should be wearing lederhosen or something. I, 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 that's just what I think. It comes right off the top of my head. I actually thought of that <laughs> on the way in here. I'm thinking Judson Meinhardt. But no, um, Judson Meinhardt is in front of me right here, and uh, I know him uh, kind of through um, different people that we know, actually, uh, and also because I'm on the Animal Rescue League board, and you are the new executive director for the Animal Rescue League. Is that correct? I am. I am very excited. And that's very good. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself first. Um, I don't know much about you, and I, as I told you, I was trying to dig up dirt last night on Facebook and LinkedIn, and I couldn't find a darn thing about you. Well, I found a little bit of stuff, and we'll talk about that. But tell me about yourself. Uh, are you originally from here? Are you, are you engaged? Uh, those kind of things. Let me know what's going on. Sure thing. Well, I am originally from here, born and raised Berks County, uh, graduated from Why I'm Missing, uh, spent a short time out of the area, but you know, like so many people, I came back. You can't find anything like Berks County anywhere else. We talk um, about that all the time, yeah. right, Tony? We talk about that all the time, how people end up, they'll leave for a little bit, and then they come back. I think Berks County is, it, why leave? It's a great place to live. In. You probably have family here? I do have family here. Yeah, my family's from here. But, uh, yeah, I tried the uh, big city experience. I lived in Boston for a little bit. Oh, cool. And I'm not a big city guy. You you're know, not a big Berks city, County's, but you thought you were, right? I thought I was. Everybody, yeah. everybody thinks that when you're in your young 20s, you know, I can move out to the big city and make it. But, you know, Berks County is that perfect mix of the big and small. You know, you have Philadelphia cool. and all the all the other places that are close by. We do. We have we have New York City, we have we have Baltimore, we have Philadelphia. We have all these cities that are just incredible cities that are really close. And and you know, it's nice because you can go there if you want and then you can come back to uh, a nice look more laid back and nice area to live with all the mountains and stuff. So you, you go to Boston. What were you doing in Boston? Uh, I was there for an internship when I was in grad school. I uh, did an internship with a PR firm. Um, had some actually friends that lived up in that area, too. And okay. uh, me and my one, one of my buddies, you know, we, we took an apartment for the summer and experienced the big city and both decided it wasn't really for us. And that's it was amazing. nice that we came back. That's amazing. And that's good to know. You know what's funny about that, though? If you wouldn't have done that, would you have said your whole life? Man, I wish I would have tried it. I, I, yeah, exactly. Right? I would still be thinking about it, and it's good that I tried it at least. So now know? that's off your plate. That's all. That's out of the bucket list. Cross right? that one off. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You know, so you you did that. You actually went to Kutztown locally here for for college. And what did you go to school for then? Uh, well, I actually started out in University of Delaware. Uh, at one point, I wanted to be an athletic trainer. Uh, okay. I thought it was I thought it was great, and I got three years into that, and I'm studying the feet or the all the feet and the bones and the ligaments oh, wow. and stuff like okay. that, and I'm like, this is not for me, <laughs> you know. Um, it just was something that I thought was was interesting, but you know, so I graduated college with a degree in exercise sports science. Oh, ha- haven't here. used it for one day. <laughs> I was gonna say, like so many college I was gonna graduates, say, are you gonna be running dogs and cats around <laughs> the animal rescue league? That's what yeah. I'm kind of seeing. I'm seeing you out there like doing physical therapy with a, a pit bull or something. You yeah, know? a little. The rehab's a little different, I think. Yeah, but. I, would, <laughs> I would think so. They've got four legs instead of uh, two, so exactly. it's a little, little bit more interesting. So, also, I wanted to touch on. You told us be. When you got here, you have something special coming up in a month from now. Exactly. Yeah. One month from today, um, tying the knot with uh, Lisa Farrow. So, I know. You know very is, excited about that. That's very exciting. Yeah. I just friended her last night, actually, because yeah. I was looking at yours. I'm like, well, they're engaged. I got to get to know this girl here. This is so <laughs> nice, you know? And I think I did meet her at that function yes, that we were yes. at, the Olivet's yeah. function. So, uh, speaking of Olivet's, that's yeah. what you did before. You were showing up. At Olivet's in the same position or no? What were you doing now? Uh, it was a it was a different position. Um, you know, I was a lot more. I was 
it was a mix between the direct service working directly with the kids and and doing some grant writing and doing some fundraising there. Okay. Um, that was literally my first job after grad school. Um, cool. You know, it was a it was a great opportunity. I, I got my master's in business at Kutztown. Yeah. Uh, studied all the all the business terms and and then I chose to go to a business that doesn't make a profit (laughs) (laughs) that is funny because i'm sure when you went to get your master's in business i mean that's what it's all about is profit you know exactly but you know what's funny the thing about that though is the nonprofits have to make money too yes i mean you know yes they're not profitable there's there's nobody you know collecting a big huge salaries or any kind of profit sharing but they need the money it's what we do with the money that we bring in we reinvest that money back in the community back into our causes absolutely so congratulations on you getting going to be getting married october 5th yeah that's wonderful uh that's awesome and before we get dive really into animal rescue league i want to bring up one other thing i'm looking at your facebook page here and i see uh as your your photo i see somebody (laughs) skydiving and i'm assuming that was you that that was me absolutely so this was recent yeah, this was um, about probably about a month ago. I went with uh, my future brother-in-law. Uh, it was kind of our little uh, bachelor party. Did he push you out of the plane? He doesn't like you, or uh, what happened? No, no. It was I, you know, it was one more opportunity. You know, if, <laughs> yeah. if he decided not to, but uh, he wasn't the one on your back. I hope no, he wasn't no. That's a professionally with. trained instructor right <laughs> okay, there. Okay, okay, so, that's but, yeah. good. Because that a, would be making me a little scary if my brother-in-law was like, hey, yeah, come on, let's go skydiving together. Uh, believe it or not, that was my idea, and I invited him. So, And what was it like? Uh, it was an amazing experience that I'm never, ever going to do again. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> Are you serious? It was probably one of the most terrifying experiences of my life. I can believe that. You know, as a, I used to fly. I have, yeah. For five years, I was a pilot, general aviation pilot. And our thing as pilots is you never jump out of a plane that's running. <laughs> parachutes were designed for planes that were going to crash or were in trouble you know so you don't you don't you don't get out of a plane away no yeah. so let's dive into that that's really cool I, I don't think i could ever jump out of a plane just so you know there's i don't think i could do it i don't think i could do it again i can understand <laughs> that the fear is amazing but let's jump into or jump yeah jump into animal yeah. rescue league here you are now the executive director you have a lot on your plate with this i mean i know from being a board member that we've made a lot of changes mm. um you know how do you see yourself showing up in this whole new venture here? I tell you what, it it's been an experience. Uh, I'm just wrapping up. I think my fourth week on the job right wow, now. Wow, so, so you're ready to retire? Yeah, yeah almost, almost. <laughs> yeah. But um, there's a great team in place there. You know, Harry mm-hmm. Brown, who's who was the previous executive yes, director, has uh, has taught me a lot about. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm coming from a background in a youth development organization, so obviously sure. I don't have too much experience working the kennels and the shelter. So I mean, that was really one of my first things was really to jump in there and get to know all the people that are that are really the front line people sure. working with those dogs. And you know, yeah. that's kind of like how I showed up there. I showed yeah. up in some jeans and some boots, yep. you know, ready to get in there and, and learn about what goes on. Yeah, and I, and I know because I think at the one board meeting, I mean, one of the things you said is that you're kind of just, you're, you're going into each position and you're finding out what everybody does because yeah. I think as an executive director of anything, you know, how many people can say they have experience doing what you're doing because it's, mm-hmm. it's a very, very niche type job. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're going to have to figure out well, how does the kennel work? How does mm-hmm. this work? How does that work? Yeah. You know, and it's a great organization. I mean, I've been involved for not too much longer than you have been maybe a year. And um, so what where do you see what do you want to do with the Animal Rescue League? I think really goal number one is just to tell the story about mm-hmm. the organization of the community. You know, it's it's everybody recognizes the name, but mm-hmm. you nobody realizes what goes on 
inside the shelter you yeah. know yeah. um you know the humane treatment to animals like that that void that we fill in the community yeah and it really is a void because you know where would these animals go i had this conversation the other day with a, a customer of mine uh, it was buying a house through me and and one of the things we talked about was you know we the animal rescue league is 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 just a, it's a place where we give an, an animal an opportunity to have to have a life with somebody with with a person that cares about them does it happen for each animal no we can't yeah. do that um but you know a way i look at it is it's an opportunity for you as an executive director is to try to make more of those opportunities for pets absolutely and the spay and neuter thing i think is 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 huge too absolutely uh, we want to try and make sure that the animals are not you know out there making more and more animals yeah it's a lot about humane education um and like you said controlling the pet population like the with the spay and neuters uh mm-hmm. we you know we do low service clinics we we service uh not only our animals in the shelter but we do service public animals uh animals that the public owns as well so now, what do you mean when you say services public animals like what do you do for uh, you do like spay and neuter do we, we do spay and neuters at our own surgery clinic we'll have back vac- we have a vaccine clinic um cool. that we do for low-cost vaccines so you know we, we make pet ownership affordable too right you know right, for right. people in the community that's good. That's good. And and uh, I know also it's easy to to drop an animal off there too. I mean, not that we want to promote that, but if anybody, you know, we'd rather see them dropped off at the shelter than out on a road somewhere, you know, getting possibly hit by a car or something. Absolutely. We we are the only open shelter in Berks County, and you know, it's kind of like the the invoke thing is the no kill shelter. You know, which mm-hmm. I, I mean, I appreciate that other shelters want to do that. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's the you know the the new thing that you want to do, but. For every shelter that goes no kill, you mm-hmm. know, that's just, it doesn't do anything to control the pet population. It just mm-hmm. shifts those animals somewhere else. And that's why we've made the decision to remain an open door shelter mm-hmm. and do the best that we can, you know, for to place those them. animals. Yeah. Yeah. To place them. And, and you know, and, and here's the way you know, I look at it is if for every no kill shelter, there's got to be right next to it a kill shelter. Yes. Uh, one that actually controls the population. Because right. if they didn't, um, they would be they'd be running around. We'd see right. cats and dogs everywhere on the road. Right. You know? well, we, and I, and I, fig- I think it's more humane to do what we do than to do Well, we take else. a lot of steps. I mean, there's a lot of avenues. You know, obviously adoption is the one that everybody knows, mm-hmm. you know, the, the way to that we get animals out of our shelter. But we also have a really broad network of other shelters, you know, throughout Pennsylvania mm-hmm. that, you know, we share animals with. You right. know, they'll come down and, and pick up dogs or cats from us, you know, to take to their shelter if they have That's open cool. spaces. You know, we operate 75% of the time, we operate at maximum capacity, yeah. you know, which is, 60 dogs you know 120 cats wow, that's a lot. um but you know we have to develop that network to get more animals out there yeah. and find a humane solution for them no it makes sense and you know one of the things uh, i want to talk about today was you're going to be doing your own podcast here at the people academy uh for the animal rescue league at least we're like 75 percent sure 75% we're working on sponsors there, yes. we're working on sponsors to support the show and i know we're going to find the sponsors yes. I, I don't think that's going to be a problem um, but so you're going to be telling the story, which I think is important, of the Animal Rescue League and telling the story of of how this changes the lives of the pet and the person, I think. Absolutely. If you bring people in here and have them tell the story, I, I, at least I think that's what you're going to do. I mean, I wouldn't don't know exactly that's <laughs> we're, we're still hashing the plans yeah, out yeah. but i mean part of it is you know telling those adoption stories from people who've had positive interactions with the animal rescue league and, and and bringing in some vets from the community to talk about you know how how people at home can you know help control the pet population and and 
they can get the, the most out of their animals yeah. and, and really just, you know, again, tell that story about the Animal Rescue League. Talk yeah. about our programs. Um, talk about all the events we're doing in the community. That's one of the, a lot of events. One of the biggest things that, that I've – there's so much public support um, mm-hmm. for this shelter. It's, yep. it's amazing. It is amazing. How can somebody get information about uh, – before we wrap this up, how can somebody get information about the Animal Rescue League uh, to, to be able to, to adopt a pet? And, um, you know, it's a website. Absolutely. www.berksarl.org, uh, our newly redesigned website. You know, very yeah, special thanks to Susie Ray and, yeah. and Borelli Designs out yep. there for helping us out with job. that. Uh, has all of our adoptable animals on there, all the shelter hours, and, and a little bit more about all the programs that, yeah. that we offer. So um, that's, that's the, the one That's stop. probably the best way for them to get to, to find out. Absolutely. And then as far as open hours, that, that you guys have open hours, somebody can come in there and look at a pet, right? Yeah, absolutely. We're, we are open. Our hours are a little... Varied, but uh, yeah. Monday, Wednesday, or Monday and Friday, we're open from 11 to 5. Mm-hmm. Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're open from 11 to 8, and Saturdays from 11 to 3. Awesome. So somebody can come out there and see an animal pretty much any time you you know, in out, those time You can come out and see an animal, and, and all you have to do to adopt is fill out a, a, a packet, and, and we'll walk you through the entire process. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you for coming out today, well, Judd. Thanks for um, having me. And I wish you all kinds of luck. I, don't, I know you don't need it for the executive directorship at the Animal Rescue League. And also, I can't wait to hear the podcast. So we have to make sure we get the sponsors to sponsor the show so we can tell the stories about the animals that are adopted and the people that are adopting them uh, and about the Animal Rescue League and what we do because I think there's a lot of people need to know that. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you, Brad. You have just finished listening to Brad Wiseman's podcast series, How You Show Up, found here on Express Yourself Talk Radio Network.